Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. This is Sean Stover. I am joined by my wife, Christina Stover, lead pastor, Jose Abaroa, and his amazing wife, Taylor Abaroa. So all of us are here. Good morning. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're going to get to discuss the Married People 2023 kind of session one. This wholehearted marriage is the theme for all three sessions. And in Mm -hmm. session one, we talked about kind of how you can show up individually in the healthiest version of yourself so that you can wholeheartedly love your spouse. So we'll, we'll go over some of those topics again a little bit and discuss in, in depth. But Taylor, Jose, you guys were around a few years ago when Christina and I taught this at a retreat in Georgia, and you got to hear the material. You heard this peace cycle portion of it again on Sunday. Just curious of your reactions or what you took away a few years ago versus Sunday yeah, one one thing that I saw is that you guys know how to put on a clinic on what it looks like to be wholehearted. So <laughs> Thank watching you. you guys go straight from plane to stage and uh, obviously seeing so many couples there ready to grow their marriage is, a, is, a, is a testament mm-hmm. to uh, your leadership, your impact, your influence, and also what God is doing. So um, yeah, wholehearted marriage is something that we want to grow in and we want to do. So it was equally as challenging um, to hear it again. So I, yeah, I think thoughts. one of the first questions there was, how would you define that? And while all of our definitions would look different, some of the words I know, Jose, you and I threw in there were being all in, being yeah. present, being connected. And so for us to hear this content a few years back and a couple more times in between there and to now, um, it was helpful to reflect on the things that we've done really well and grown in, and then also look forward to things like, oh man, we really need to work on this or talk about this, um, both as an individual and as a couple. I think you said that individually when I was talking to some people afterwards. Their main point was we came and we didn't realize we were going to talk about ourselves first individually, and that was a really a shift change for them. It was really hard for them because they thought they were coming to a married married people, which it is. Mm-hmm. But man, if you can't have something inside you to give, then you won't have anything to give to your spouse. So I think that was a really aha moment for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think for myself, hearing that a few years back to the present day, when I was able to get healthier and wholer and work on myself, my, I saw that reflected in my marriage. I saw that reflected in how I parented and just how I felt about myself. And so seeing the difference of when we can look inside and not look to our spouse first as the one who meets our needs primarily. Good. Yeah, we, we got to share that with our group that we, we I, I gave you credit because you started that process really first, um, taking that seriously. And that's blessed our marriage. Uh, it's compelled me to... Um, be true to who I am, which is one of the points that you talked about yeah. is who, who did God make made who did God yeah. make you to be? Do you know that person? Are you living in light of who um, God made you to be? And you've done that really, really well. Okay. So thanks. What do you think it is like, Jose, you kind of mentioned a little bit, but expand on that thought that when you see your spouse getting healthier, it's motivational for you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's challenging. And at first I was like, wait a second. We joked around uh, saying who's got a a first, what do we say? The first seat on the train. Yeah. Like, are you on the first 
train cab or are you on the second train cab? And so it would it would be a fun joke, you know. And naturally, we're quite competitive, right. so that works well for us, but not might not work well for everyone. Yeah, so. I'm healthier than you today. No, no, I'm healthier right. than you yeah. today. Yeah, shows great humility when we... When we but to your point, it is motivating because we want to show up the best for each other. And so being motivated by seeing the other person get healthy. Yeah. Um, we were just right. in Georgia before Teaching Sunday, and several people came up to us after and were asking, what do we do if our spouse doesn't want to get on that mm. health, take care of your self-care train? And that's always a hard one to answer because you really have to just take care of yourself. I mean, we're called to bless others and love others, but it's not our responsibility. And so that's really hard for me because I do want to see everybody be healthy and take care of themselves. But at the end of the day, you know, self-care, self-awareness is that person's journey. Well, two things there, I think. Well, number one is prayer. You have the opportunity to pray for your spouse. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing it in a non-manipulative way and you're doing mm -hmm. it, you know, in your own prayer closet, in your own time, oh, God will show up and, right. and help Agreed. convict yeah. or lead your spouse. And then secondly, what we were just saying, the modeling is, it is powerful. When you see people take the pressure off of forcing someone else to change and instead look in the mirror and put the energy into that, all of a sudden the folks around go, wow, what if mm -hmm. I get engaged yeah. in this process too? What, mm -hmm. what could my life look like if I if I took this That's seriously. Mm -hmm. Well, that wholehearted word is just a powerful word in, in our life and in our family. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping if you're listening, you're, you're really thinking about where are people wholehearted around me? Where do I see examples mm -hmm. of that? Mm -hmm. Where are we doing that in our family? And where are we falling short of that? Because um, I know that's important. Even when we watch sports, we love when somebody's mm -hmm. playing the sport wholeheartedly or competing like you do. Yeah. Oh, reminded me of the All-Star Game. Did you guys watch the NBA oh, All-Star yeah. Game? That's you know, that. it's the perfect example of no heart no to heart. half half heart. <laughs> no. it's why, hence why I don't watch it. It's yeah. terrible to watch. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not fun. I mean, you see it's a lot of cool right. individual dunks, but there's no team. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not no good. No defense, no hustle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's where we get in our marriages sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're just going through the motions and there's no hustle, there's no diving, there's no defense. Just It's just all, hey, let's just get to the next thing and get through the next thing. And God wants so much more for our marriages. So that's why I'm excited about this this entire three weeks and the yeah. chance that people have to be together and discuss these concepts further. We move from wholehearted in, in general to talking specifically about that to be wholehearted, the fuel for that is really self-care and taking care of yourself. So I'm curious. There's, I think there's two camps on self-care. There's one camp that's like, yeah, absolutely. I, I know I need to do that. And I, I think in a Christian circle, there's a camp that I'm guessing Taylor and you and Christina were probably more in that it's like, whoa, is that is that okay to yeah. do? Like, yeah. am I supposed yeah. to think about myself or take mm -hmm. care of myself? I thought I'm, I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a woman, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to put everybody before me. Do, do, do y'all bump into that at all or have you? Yeah, I mean, I think that it can be hard to de decipher and discern what is self-care, what is selfish and self-seeking. and Self-absorption self is what Self-absorption. And our culture has this pendulum swing of either sacrificing everything for everybody to the other side of just pleasing and serving yourself. And neither of those are fulfilling, satisfying, or wholehearted. And so I think it can be tricky to what does it look like to take care of myself 
while still giving to others. And, you know, I like what you guys said is what you prioritize shows what you value. And so to me, it comes down to that question of self-worth or value, confidence, um, those types of things. Yeah, and how you care for yourself is really important too. Because Mm -hmm. if if you hear that and say, well, okay, I'm gonna take care of myself. I'm gonna go out with my guy friends and and you know drink and and be absent from my wife. That's what taking care of myself means. Well, God doesn't say that that's taking care of yourself. That's coping. You know, that's an unhealthy coping mechanism. So if we were to care ourselves in a healthy way with healthy biblical coping mechanisms, there is healthy community. There is, you know, the Sabbath principle goes back from God created this one day out of the week where we're supposed to recharge unto the Lord, yes. you know? So uh, I think we're, we're coming back to understanding these things and recognizing that God created certain, you know, community, Sabbath are just two examples so that we can recharge, so that we can remember who God is, who he created us to be. Those questions that you put out there uh, for strength, you know, what are your strengths? What, what, what are these heart desires, these truths that we have inside? God placed these inside of us. Are we aware of those? Yeah. Um, because oftentimes we can be so distracted by everything. Well, self-care on. can be just, like you said, a coping, mm-hmm. if you're not careful, lead to busyness because people don't want to take the time to see what self-care is. And mm-hmm. for me, it was actually... Sadly, it was letting go of some relationships that were toxic that I would leave less emotionally and mentally healthy, and I would come home and just vent to Sean, and at the end of it, he was just like, that That was not good for you. What can we do? What do you need to do to set boundaries? And so I think self-care, by definition, is that what it is, taking care of yourself, but it's you can oversimplify it or you can make it so much where you're just busy again. Mm-hmm. So I think it really is sitting and resting with mm-hmm. the with the Lord and saying, what gives me life? Mm-hmm. You do. What else that you know that is part of my truths mm-hmm. that I can receive and sit in? Yeah, and so it's both sometimes the starting something new, but right. also the stopping, stopping of something that's not healthy yeah. for you. Yeah. So true. I think that idea of self-care and, and understanding the the continuum from selfish to selfless, what's the balance in that really has to do with recharging and then giving it away in that constant yes. process. Mm-hmm. If you're recharging to hoard it for yourself, it's not self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have if you're just giving away without taking something in, it's not it's, it's this really cool process where we take in from the Lord, mm-hmm. we take in from his his nature and his friend the people he's created and on those four key areas, and then we we give that away until it is empty yeah. again. And then we go back to him mm-hmm. through Sabbath and we go back to the things that recharge us. So. The Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you mm-hmm. with all joy and peace. And that so it, that you can overflow. Overflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. All right. So Jose, you kind of led us into that next section, which was walking in truth or letting your heart mm-hmm. desires kind of be fulfilled from the Lord ultimately. Because when we live in truth, like John 8, 32 says, then mm-hmm. freedom follows that. As you look at that list of truths and think about those, I mean, there's there's some of those that jump out 
to you that you need to hear from the Lord? Yeah, let me um, pull them up. <laughs> so, I, so, so I remember these words. First, I'll say this is a great list to begin with. And you said this on Sunday. This isn't an exhaustive right. list. Mm-hmm. This is just a. It's almost like a starter pack mm-hmm. to get us thinking about. And and then there's no end to what the Lord will say about us. But for me, uh, wanted, these are truths and strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've talked about this often in our marriage. I, I have a, a deep desire to be wanted. And when I pursue that in an unhealthy way, it comes off as people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, I over, uh, Christina, what you just yep. said about friendships mm-hmm. resonates with me because I'll go too far and I'll right. try to want things for other people that they don't want for themselves. And yeah. I end up running empty and the other person's just not, not there in our marriage, um, yeah, it, it can it can also turn in, in an unhealthy way. But when I uh, seek that from the Lord first yeah. and I realize that I am wanted by Him, I am connected to Him, then that frees Taylor to just be who she is. And uh, I'm receiving that from God first and, and going into my marriage full. That's exactly what it needs to look like, yeah. How about you, ladies? Any of those words? Yeah, I'm... Um- uh, worthiness, value, and connection would be my, I have a really strong, I just love to be connected, especially mm-hmm. with you. I know when I'm disconnected with you, I feel my world isn't on a straight. I feel off. So being connected with you, being connected with deep relationships, I'm not a big, I'm not a really good just surface friend um, it's just, that's not a strength of mine. So mm-hmm. I like deep connection. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. For me, the, uh, having what it takes really, I think yeah. speaks against the helplessness that I feel and we're going to kind of get into this next week talking yeah. about the way the enemy has duped this peace cycle and turned it Fear against cycle. us. Yeah. But, uh, man, my rejection that the enemy and the helplessness that the enemy wants to use is really the opposite of that, is have, feeling like I have what it takes or mm-hmm. that I'm accepted. And when I get those from the Lord first, because I spent a lot of time trying to get those from Christina, mm-hmm. and uh, that ended up being me manipulating her as opposed to me stopping and letting the Lord take care of me in those ways and speak that truth into mm-hmm. me so that, like you said, Jose, then I'm just free to do, to do marriage really differently. Yeah. Because if we sit in that too long, finding, trying to get our needs met from our spouse, it leads to the word codependency. That's right. Yeah. 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 And that's what, it, I, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add, and in that place, it's it's disappointing yeah. because you're Every not time. actually finding what you're looking for. And so even, you know, it's interesting how connected the, the truths from God are to our strengths and how when we're looking first to God to meet those and for him to tell us who we are, we're freed up to be who he made us to be and to love the person that we're married to in the best way that we can. Yeah. 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 The best way that we can. I love that you said that, Taylor, because the way that you love Jose is going to be different than the way that he mm-hmm. loves mm-hmm. you, right? Your right. natural gifts and strengths are just going to bless him. And you don't have to manipulate that or be mm-hmm. something different. So that leads to the last section, and that is our strengths, which I think is the most fun in, in marriage. It's what the opportunity to call that out of each other. I love looking around this table we're sitting at and thinking about you guys and how God's given me a chance in y'all's life to see different gifts and different things at, mm-hmm. at different times. And you know, talk to Taylor about her ability to sit with somebody and really counsel and give wisdom or talk to you, mm-hmm. Christina, about your boldness to speak and the people need to hear that. So 
as you look through that list of strengths, yeah, what what jumps out to you and what are your observations around that? <laughs> they are connected. And I, I resonate with your cheerleading <laughs> attitude, Christina, because I, I also um, love to encourage yeah. and, and I recognize mm-hmm. that that is a gift from God and it's a spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. These are, you know, these are connected to yes. these spiritual gifts that God's given us to build his church up, to build other people up. It's right. not build brick by brick building, it's build the people, God's church, church up. Right. And then there was another one, let me see the list real quick, Taylor, that uh, came came uh, came out at me that I really loved. Um, mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm taking too long. Uh, seeing potential. And, and others, oh, yeah. believing, optimism, yes. you know, not not losing hope, and and those things. So I've I've really held held on to those things and um, want to receive those again from God, so that Taylor doesn't. When when I when I put those on Taylor, like Taylor just said, it's we disappoint each other, right. and mm-hmm. that's where so much marital strife comes in. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That idea of optimism and and uh, being on the list it must have been encouraging you to you, Jose, because I'm Very sure you've had people yes. around you that have uh, have said you're being a little too positive right yeah. now, and you're like, yeah. no, no, it's a strength. I saw <laughs> it on a list. Yeah. This yeah. is my strength. That's right. Better but watch really, out, world. It is so neat how God uses though this process and turns it into a cycle because mm-hmm. that that encouraging optimism in you does bless Taylor. I know it does. I see it bless her. Yeah, and it does. And then my ability to see reality, I think is how (laughs) it was worded on the list. And uh, just feel having a high need for responsibility and being trustworthy, they play off of each other to where we bring good balance. And I need Jose's encouragement and his support and his optimism. And I need your you responsibility. <laughs> we yeah, joke about realism. it all the time, but I just tell people all the time, Sean would be really, really rich if we weren't married, <laughs> but he would live literally in Alaska in the woods by himself, but he would have all the money hoarded. And I would literally be in a homeless shelter because I... But it, we'd be fun. We'd be having fun, and everybody yeah, would feel you'd have a group of people. You'd have a group <laughs> of people around you. But it was just really amazing that God brought some two people that were so completely opposite. Mm-hmm. And what we have found is the balance. It's Sean and Christina, just like Jesus was grace and truth mm-hmm. in the Word of God. He wasn't all grace, but he wasn't all truth. He was the balance. And mm-hmm. I think just finding the balance and looking at each other and go, man, I love that about you instead of, turning it into why do you why are you so this way hmm. instead of the things that we were attracted to 32 years ago mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. i love that the verse in philippians 4 8 that says you know when you look at somebody you know whatever is true whatever is pure whatever is praiseworthy focus your mind mm-hmm. on those things so what a way to go through the week to look at your mm-hmm. spouse and think, what were those strengths that they circled? Mm -hmm. You know, man, what if I look for those this week? I bet I can find examples of Jose Mm -hmm. being optimistic or Taylor being, you know, responsible and discerning and wise. Or I bet I can see Christina, you know, using her boldness and her her Mm -hmm. encouragement and cheerleading Mm -hmm. and and, and look for that stuff. You start looking for that in people and it makes life way more fun. And you start enjoying people more. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Good point. Did I cut you off? Were you going to say anything else, Taylor? No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that gets us to a pretty good spot. 
just want to challenge and encourage you. If you are listening to this, then you are investing in Mm -hmm. your marriage Mm -hmm. and you are taking the next step. Uh, You're showing up on Sunday. You are now, you know, listening to the podcast. If you can squeeze a date night in or even uh, stay home, kids got tucked into bed, one hour date on the couch, then go for it this week and continue this conversation because the healthier you are, the more wholehearted you will be, the more you will naturally live out your strengths, which sets us up to have the marriage that we really want to have and that God wants to see us have and our kids Mm -hmm. want to be a part of and our community Mm -hmm. and our church desperately needs.